Welcome back to Lighting Up the Marquee, everybody. How's everybody doing out there? Hope everyone's been having a good week. Uh, it's weird. It's in the, the getting into the fall season out here in LA, but it's getting hot. It's, it was like in the hundreds yesterday. It was super hot, super muggy. It was it was gross. Um, but gonna be reviewing a couple movies. I, I'm doing something different today because I hadn't had a chance to get to the theater. There wasn't really anything that grabbed my attention this weekend. Um, so little story we at the universal studios hollywood they started the halloween horror night so they have all the mazes going on and one of them is a house of a thousand corpses maze based off the rob zombie movie uh and that maze was a lot of fun but this past week i've been on a been on a huge rob zombie kick um and i think it's actually a a good time because i think uh I want to talk about his two of his movies, um, and I, I, it works out pretty good because he has his new movie, Three from Hell, coming out, very limited release from like a Fathom event, I think, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get tickets. It sold out pretty quickly for those, so I won't be seeing that right away, but I'm going to try to see it uh, down the road for a review on this podcast, but... Uh, I've been wanting to talk about two of his films. So I'll talk about his film, House of a Thousand Corpses, obviously, and then his sequel to it, which was The Devil's Rejects. Um, these are two films I've seen a few times. I don't, I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I saw these movies very early on in my, in my youth, in my adolescence. Um, uh, but I want to talk about them just because, like, yeah, nothing came out this weekend that caught my attention. And, you know, I wanted to still get a review out for you guys this weekend. And I thought it'd be cool to shed some light on these two films because probably not a lot of people know about it unless you're, like, in, like... I don't want to say, like, if you're in the know because that makes it sound pretentious. But it's, like, these are, like, more obscure films. So uh, I'll have people get to know these films if uh, you haven't heard of them or if you want to check them out, if you like horror movies. Um but just going to be doing those reviews. I was also looking through current events. There wasn't really anything that grabbed my attention to talk about, really. Just a lot of casting and reviews from a lot of movies coming out. Uh, and then we didn't get any questions this week. I posted the poll super late, so I think that's the reason why. But I'll get better about posting that uh, early on next week when the new episodes are about to be recorded. But uh, I'm going to talk about uh, I want to talk about House of a Thousand Corpses first because that is the first movie. Uh, it's the directorial debut of Rob Zombie. Uh, heavy metal artist Rob Zombie from the band White Zombie, as well as his solo project. Um, it's a very, very unique film. It's a, it's a mixed bag of, uh, for me with this film. I like it a lot. Uh, again, I saw this film very early on, probably in middle school, probably when I was too young to see it. But with a name like House of a Thousand Corpses, you gotta you gotta check it out. Um, Basically, the premise of this film is two young couples traveling across the backwoods of Texas searching for urban legends of murder end up as prisoners of a bizarre and sadistic backwater family of serial killers. Um, this film is... I like it a lot. I think it's a good movie. Um, despite what uh, Rotten Tomato says, it has a critical score of 20%, uh, but an audience score of 65 So I lean more toward the audience score of this. Uh, I think it's definitely a cult-followed movie because it's got a lot of unique... Like I said, it's got a lot of unique and um, style to it. That's the thing I respect about it a lot is like it shows Rob Zombie has style as a director. Uh, the dialogue he writes is very Rob Zombie unique. Uh, it's definitely not like how people talk in real life, but it's his way of like creating this world. Um, and he creates very good... Um, 
lasting like characters, especially in Sid Haig's character of Captain Spaulding, which is the clown that runs the. It's like a guy that dresses as, as a clown and runs a gas station in this like cheap little amusement park ride uh, that talks about this urban legend of Doctor Satan who like kidnaps people and experiments on them. Um, it's very cool. That's what in the maze they got a lot of like the moments in the movies right, and I thought it was very cool seeing the production design in it. Um, and it got me wanting to rewatch the film, but there's still some issues with the film. Even like when I saw it as a kid, I had some issues with it. Um, I like a lot of the performances. I think the performances of Sid Haig and Bill Mosley are probably the best of the film. Uh, and then Sherry Moon Zombie's pretty good in the film, but I know a lot of people can get annoyed with her acting. Uh, she's definitely gotten better through each film. She only, uh, does films with Rob Zombie cause that's her husband. She said she's only going to work with him. Uh, but she gets better in each film that he's directed. Uh, but this was her first outing beside like her being in some of his music videos for his, uh, his band. Um, but there is some issues with this film. It's definitely got a lot of similarities to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and I think that was the biggest critique when it came out and you can definitely see it. It's like a sadistic family sort of like, I think they do cannibalism as well kidnap people murder them and it's in texas in a home secluded from everything um but texas chainsaw did it i think a little bit better i think that movie is a little bit more creepy just because the house in texas chainsaw is like a normal house until you actually like go inside the house where this one um, immediately looks like a terrifying house that no one should ever walk in um the some of the performances are a little over the top and cartoony but like i I give it a little bit of a pass because that's the whole that's the whole world rob zombie was creating so it's the style that's that's the i'm like jumping back and forth between like negatives and positives but i think the best thing about this movie is it has style and character to it um definitely has passion behind it too so i gotta respect gotta respect rob zombie for like putting in all this passion into this film and making um this film and i think i think i was reading about it it's interesting i think this film came about because he was hired by universal to make a maze for halloween horror nights and this was his idea and they liked it uh, to turn it into a film um which i think is pretty cool that's something awesome i like kind of got me inspired to be like i want to design a maze and hopefully make that into like a movie or make a movie and have that be turned into a maze for like a halloween horror nights that'd be pretty cool um but a couple other issues I have with this film is they do these like um, home video style cutaways and they're very similar. I think I was reading about it that he was inspired by like the Manson family, like home movies they made. Um, so that's why he like did it for this family. Um, but they cut away to him at random points and it's very jarring and I don't, I don't know how it well it works with the flow of the film. Um, then I think near the end of the film, it starts to like sort of derail itself. Like it's, it's got a pretty good build up, pretty good setup of the world and the characters and like the lore of like Dr. Satan and this family and everything. But then it turns into this really weird, like uh satanic cult ritual part of the film. Um, it was like for me it was fine up until like that moment and even then like that's the part that starts losing me when i'm watching it i'm like all right like i'm kind of like kind of losing me a little bit it's kind of jumped the shark a little bit um but 
what else is there about this film? I'm trying to remember it. Uh, I know this film is definitely not for everybody. I have fun. It's a fun movie. I think it's definitely a fun movie. Definitely if you're like at Halloween time, you want to watch like something. It's not, I don't think it's really scary. There are a couple like scare moments, but it's definitely more like, I think the thing that'll turn people away with this film is how much like gore and uh, violence and the language. It's probably the biggest turnoff for people with this film. I think that's a big reason why it got like negative reviews is uh, even like the critic consent critics consensus on Rotten Tomatoes says there's an abundance of gore uh, in this derivative horror movie, but little sense of or wit. Um, so it's uh, I mean, it's a mixed bag. I don't think it's it definitely got gore in it, but I don't think it's like the goriest film I've ever seen. It's definitely not the goriest film I've ever seen. Um the what else is there the film is interesting too the cast is like you have like sid haig and bill mosley and sherry moon zombie as like the the main members of like the the family and then you have actors like uh karen black is the mom who was karen black is the is famous for her role in a lot of films uh five easy pieces she's in a lot of horror films but i'm blanking on like the big one she was in and i'm probably gonna get kicked for it because i'm supposed to be the big horror guy and i don't remember the big movie karen black was in i want to say the exorcist but i could be wrong she's easy rider i forgot she was in nashville the robert altman film um I swear it was The Exorcist. I could be. I'm. She's in the trilogy of terror. Um, hold up with me. Hold up. What horror film was she in? Uh, Invaders from Mars. She was in. How's everybody doing? I'm just blanking right now on what movie Karen Black was in. And I don't really see it. Was it in the 60s? I don't know. I swear it was The Exorcist, but... I, I'm, I'm probably wrong. I don't remember. But it's got, like, her in it. You have Walton Goggins is in it. Chris Hardwick is in it. Rain Wilson is in it. Uh, Rain Wilson from The Office. So it's got a big, like, cast of, like, all these actors that were up and coming. Beside Karen Black, obviously. Um... But it's very interesting how like all these actors got into this movie. Um, I do remember as a like a kid watching this and the next movie, The Devil's Rejects, and I think <clears throat> I think these are the first two movies I like watched the behind the scene features of how they made it and was like very fascinated by like the whole the whole process. And I was it got me wanting to make a film like this, where it's like it's sort of like an exploitation film, but it's like these like fun cult followed horror movies it's like the stuff i kind of wanted to make and i still like want to and it's like really gotten me within the last week inspired to like write a story like like this um i don't know i think it'd be a lot of fun um i don't think i'm gonna rate these films i just want to say check both of them out because i like them like i said these movies aren't for everybody but they are i think they're a lot of fun at least the first one is devil's rejects i'll get into devil's rejects in a little bit but uh i'd say go record i'd recommend House of a Thousand Corpses. Go check it out. It's a fun, fun 
Halloween horror movie to go watch. Um, and I'm probably going to rewatch it soon anyway, again. Um, but moving on to the next film, uh, which is his second film that he made called The Devil's Rejects. Uh, it's, again, from Rob Zombie. And it's the sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses, but it takes a completely different approach to... So the first one, I, I'd i probably compare the first one to Texas Chainsaw with a little bit more like... Like, uh, uh, what's the word? It's it's weird. It's like, it's like Texas Chainsaw mixed with like, like, um, like more color and everything. Like House of a Thousand Corpses is like filled with color and all these like colorful set pieces. Uh, then Devil's Rejects is like, take Texas Chainsaw and mix it with like The Hills Have Eyes. And it's like this, it's like even watching it you feel dirty and gross because it's not as colorful it's more dark it's not darker but it's like you feel hot watching it too because uh, it's in texas again uh, but it's in like the backwoods texas like motels and shit and like woods and you just feel like disgusting um the the what is it the log line on imdb has it for described as the murderous backwoods the murderous backwoods firefly family take the road to escape a vengeful police force which is not afraid of being as ruthless as their target um so like i said this film is the follow-up to house of a thousand corpses it has the family on the run from the law enforcement because now they're getting caught up with them um so basically they're on the run just tormenting people uh and killing them like however however way they could in like the deserts of texas and like the south um so instead of being confined in one location, this is definitely showcased um, around parts of Texas and like the dirty parts of Texas. Um, and even watching it, you can definitely tell there's a different feel to it. It's more, I think this, I don't know if this film's better. I think technically wise, it's considered better. And like, you can see it, it's better than House of a Thousand. It's, it's showing Rob Zombie crafting his mold a little bit more compared to the first film the first film but i still think i like i don't know which one i like better i like both of them but um i'm trying to remember which one i watched more as a, i feel like i watched this one more as a kid just because i was like i was more interested in it like i don't think i'd ever seen a film that, like this gritty and gross and like in your face um it, at points it definitely feels like guerrilla style filmmaking um uh, and I think that is a perfect example, like mixing Texas Chainsaw with like Hills Have Eyes uh, vibes to it. Um, even like you can see in the promotional material, like Sid Haig, who plays Captain Spaulding, is really not wearing his clown makeup anymore or his clown costume. He's like just in a T-shirt and like pants and is all rugged and dirty and like they're all covered in blood and dirt. Um, this film is definitely it's weird. This film's not like horror focused anymore. Um, it's classified as a horror film and like there's like some terrifying moments, but it's not like jump scary, but it's like, I think it's more sadistic shock value. Like again, this film is extremely gory. I think it's more gory than house of a thousand corpses actually. Um, it, it definitely is more like gorier. Um, but it's like not over, it's over the top a little bit, but not like, not like a Tarantino film. It's definitely more like the gore is very much like gross and like you can feel it. Um, this film is also 
even like critically people and audience wise it's an improvement on his first film um but it's definitely like showing how like the horror rob zombie makes is like nasty and like very much in the vein of like an exploitation film from the 70s and i think he's even gone on record and saying the 70s is his favorite decade and like a lot of those films from it are his like his favorite um but yeah even like on uh imdb it says more films like this is the hills have eyes but then it has all of his other his other films uh, and i could i can agree um this one definitely like if you've seen the hills have eyes it has that like gritty dirty like hot feeling when you're watching it even the poster is like a sickly yellow green color um i think this film for me this film was always a little too long it's just under two hours but there was parts that definitely drag um house of a thousand like it the runtime seems very smooth and like like i said it falls apart near the end um another thing about house of a thousand is the ending's very similar to texas chainsaw um this one definitely has a, a cliffhanger ending um, or an ending left to interpretation, but not interpretation, but like we assume what happens and kind of know what happens, um, which is weird because I'll get into why it's going to be weird in a little bit. But yeah, this film I always thought was interesting. Not, I didn't think it was interesting. I always found it very like fun to watch, but it's very, again, it's not for like the faint of heart. If you want to watch like a horror, this is definitely a rough horror film to watch very brutal very very gross again i think the thing that'll turn people away from this is like the gore and the language and everything um this one more so than house of a thousand this one's definitely got more like brutal and uh rough killings and everything the first one's just like goofy fun this one's definitely like gross um and by gross it's like I mean, I, I, I can get through it, obviously, but, like, I've seen it. <laughs> but this one definitely has, like, more... I think it has more shock gore and some gore that, like, is unnecessary. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's a fun movie, too. Um, it's definitely not as fun. As, I think that's the thing. I don't think it's as fun as um, House of a Thousand Corpses, but, like, I, you can definitely see Rob Zombie improving as a filmmaker with this film. Um, which is weird because then after he did this, he did the two Halloween remakes that aren't that great, but, uh, he's got a couple other good films in his filmography. I respect the hell out of Rob Zombie. He's a busy dude. He's making movies, making music. Um, but, uh, again, performances in this film are great. I think Sid Haig and Bill Mosley are probably the best parts. Uh, also, then you got cast members coming in like Danny Trejo, William Forsythe, Ken Forey. Leslie Easterbrook, who replaced Karen Black, uh, Danny, I think I said Danny Trejo already, uh, Lou Temple, Brian Posehn, um, it's got a big cast of, like, these all, like, un, like, not unknown, but these, like, cult-followed movie stars and, uh, actors, it's very cool, um, I'd say, I'd, I'd recommend both these films, like, if you want to watch, like, good, like, back-to-back horror films, uh, check them out, they're a lot of fun. House of a Thousand is more fun. Devil's Rejects is just like a gritty, dirty, like, uh, like action horror film. Um, yeah, I'd say go check them out. Uh, sorry, this is like a short episode. Just wanted to, I just want to talk about these films. These, I'm going to, I'm going to, like I said, Rob Zombie kick. And I'm talking about these films in particular because he has his new film coming out, which is called Three from Hell 
which is the sequel to Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, which what I mentioned in uh, Devil's Rejects is the ending is left to like interpretation, but we know what happens at the end is I'm not going to give it away, but like it, I'm curious of what they're going to do with this third film because the ending of the second one seemed pretty like definitive, um, but now they're making a third one, so I'm very interested in it. It's also, because Devil's Rejects came out in, 20, er, in 2005, and it's been 14, 15 years since he's made a film with these characters, so I'm very intrigued um, by what's going to happen in his new film. Um, I'm a little disappointed just because uh, Sid Haig, I read, was barely in the film. I think I read that he's only in the beginning of the film as Captain Spaulding, but uh, that's what happens when he's he's getting old. And then, unfortunately, he was in a, a pretty bad accident. But I saw an article that he's recovering, which is pretty good. So hopefully Sid Haig can recover. Uh, I think that dude's great. But we have Sherry Moon Zombie coming back, Bill Mosley, Danny Trejo. Uh, who else is coming back? I think he's got a lot of the cast coming back. He's got Sherry Moon, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig, Danny Trejo, Daniel Roebuck, I think, is coming back or join the cast. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips. I think that's it. I thought there was more people, but I'm very intrigued about that. So hopefully that'll be out soon so I can review that for all of you sometime soon. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend going and checking out House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Um, yeah. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Again, sorry for being short, but there weren't any big current events or uh, I posted the question poll late, so we didn't get any questions, but I should be back next week or I will be back next week because I believe uh, uh, Rambo comes out uh, next week. I know that, but I'm trying to see if anything else comes out uh, next week. I know Rambo comes out the 20th. Um, so Rambo's next week. Downton Abbey's next week. I think it's just going to be Rambo next week. And I'll probably pick another movie to review with that as well. Um, and then on the 27th, we got Abominable, which I might go see. The biopic Oscar bait movie Judy. And then 21 Bridges I might check out as well. Um, so more movies are coming out. I think we're getting out of the slump of summer into like award season movies, um, which is good. Uh, but, uh, thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at lighting up the marquee. If you want to send us an email, you can send it at light up the marquee at gmail.com. Uh, and then you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google play and stitcher. Uh, I will be back next week for Rambo and I will also pick another movie from my collection to review as well, or I'll review something on Netflix, like a show or something. Uh, but until next time, I'm your host, Tim Martin, and this has been Lighting Up the Marquee.